Hello, everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Bird Brothers podcast. I am one of your hosts, Falcon, joined by the coolest guy in a Dragon Ball Z t-shirt, Condor. How are you doing, Condor? Oh, you know, I'm feeling very, uh, very good today, my friend. Very good today, my friend. That's right. Very good. Okay. You want to know why I'm feeling good today? Why are you Kamen? feeling so good today? Is because it- I'm a common Rider. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's your name? I don't remember that whole thing. It was what? I think it's like Super Game, Hyper Game, game. what's your name? What's your name or something like that? Yeah. Uh, I actually enjoyed that part a little bit. I'm kind of sad they kind of cut it out, but I get why it didn't really add anything. It was just there. Um, But anyway, yes, we're watching Kamen Rider this week. Uh, We did watch Kamen Rider this week. I've only watched half of it. Yeah, the the first half. Half of the whole franchise. Every single series. Oh gosh, that would be horrible. The earlier ones were really long. Um, if oh I'm no, correctly, like the first one, especially anyway, that's off topic. Yes, uh, we just I like Common Rider, wanted to watch another one, decided eh, I'll make Connor watch part of it with me. And if he doesn't like it, I will finish it on my own. But if he does, eh, we might do we might do the second half too. Who knows? Uh, but yes, we watched Common Rider X Aid, uh, and uh, I enjoyed it. I hope Condor did as well. Uh, uh, let's just say that if we don't watch it, it's the second half of the podcast, I'll probably be finishing it on my own. Okay, well, then I am very invested. Uh, but yes, uh, X Aid was the one we picked because it deals with uh, video games and uh, is a little more comedic than some of the other common writers at times. Well, uh, that's not the reason why we picked it. The reason why we true, picked yeah. it is because you gave me four choices and you said this mm-hmm. one was me, me, and cringy. And I, you know, me, yeah. So, out, and then we found out it's, it's not very Mimi and cringy. So the internet lied. Never trust the internet. I listened to the wrong review on Reddit, apparently. Uh, but yes, uh, but also does deal with video games, which is a topic that would be nice. But not and only doctors! Vi- and doctors, yeah. Doctors heard, and video games. What a great I heard, combination. I heard someone say they were doctors. Like, this doesn't make sense to me, but all right, we'll watch it and see. But actually, the way they present it is very good. So essentially, there's this virus taking over people called the Bugster virus. Bugster, and, and it's where they are infected essentially with like a video game character. And when they get stressed, the video game character can pop out of themselves and uh, start uh, trying to destroy whatever is causing them stress. So but like, sometimes they turn into a meatball monster. You mean a poop monster? It, it totally looks. No, like it's a, a meat. It's a meatball. I I thought meatball when I saw them like the very first. Okay. I'm like, oh, that's a meatball monster. So that I'm really glad that got dropped pretty early because the CGI budget for that was so bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad. They looked terrible. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. So, I guess that was one of my issues with the series. So they set up some stuff at the beginning that are like, this is how we have to fight the virus, and then like after episode like eight, they drop that part of it. Well, and, and they explain it pretty again. well. Because it's like, oh, the virus is itself is like growing. Yeah. So that's why it's getting different. So it's a pretty good explanation for why. Yeah. It was, so like the whole point was they had to get delete the virus, like cut the virus out of the person first. And they could only do that in like their level one forms of their common writers. Um, and then after that, once they cut out the actual virus, the game character would take shape and then they could fight him in the stronger forms. I mean, at that point, pretty much the patient's not as in as much danger as they were. Uh, but then later on, it's just like, it's mutated. So now we don't have the weird blobby, meatball-y poop monsters that happen. Um, it just goes straight into the game character. Oh, I miss the meatball monsters. I liked that it, it was like stages. It was kind of like, all right, here's the first phase of the operation. We have to cut this part away so then we can get rid of whatever. But like yeah, a video game. game. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I think it's been a good one. 
I don't know that it's so been my far, favorite yet. We've watched the. We, this is my very There's first Common Rider series. We watched originally going to do twenty four, but mm-hmm. then I watched it before Falcon. I'm like Falcon, we should stop at twenty three. So we stopped at twenty three, which is pretty, which is basically over halfway. It was Watch a great ending point. 45. After I watched it, I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah 45, 46, something like that. Did you And yeah, it ended on a really great note, as in the main character crying. Always a good way to end. <clears throat> well, we, we really just wrapped up an arc. Like, it, it very much was the end of an arc. And if we would have watched yep. the next one, we would have watched setting up the next arc and then putting it off for a bit. So. And we have to watch the episode 40. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's yeah. right, Mr. Common Rider uh, Falcon. Common Rider Falcon. I, I am Common Rider Condor. I mean, actually, wait. So there is a Condor form, I think, in one of the Common Riders. Yeah, I'm a Common Rider. Common Rider O's, which is one that I watch. He, he deals with like mythology. He's got these little tokens, and they're all based off an animal, and he can rearrange them. And one of the tokens is a Condor token, I believe. I am a Condor token. But he, That's like, right. That that one's a cool gimmick because like the different parts of his body have aspects of the uh, animal he's chosen. So like the Condor will give him an aspect. But then, like, he might have, like, praying mantis legs or arms that give him, like, blades on his arms. And then he has, like, jaguar legs that let him run really, really quick. So, so like, he can do Beast different stuff. Boy. Kind of, in a way, yes. Um, but he has fun little sayings and he do- chooses his forms because they do, like, a little chant. Like, the main form is called Tatova. And he goes, Tatova. Oh, we're not talking about Tatova, that one. We're talking about X-Age. I know. I just wanted to say Tatova. Oh, my okay. God. Uh, you are a common okay. rider jockey. Not, I'm really not. I believe this is only the third series. I'm not finished it yet. Um, but yeah, so basically the, the main plot of our character, which we can, I guess, go on and get into. The main character, Emu Hojo, Emu was Hojo. saved as a kid by a doctor who saved his life. And because of that, he's wanted to become a doctor. Um, but he also has been super big into video games because that doctor got him a Wonder Swan system, which I just love that threw in there. And then I was like, why am I not surprised or why am I surprised at it? Because Bandai helps out with the show. So of course it's the Bandai game console that they gave him as a kid. Um, but he's also has this persona called Genius Gamer M. He's this like super, super great gamer. No one can ever really beat him. Um, but he also has become a doctor and he's an intern at a hospital uh, currently at the start of the pediatrics ward. He's trying to help save, save kids alive so they can hopefully have a, a new lease of life like he did. Um, but he gets caught up with a patient who ends up having the bugster virus and he doesn't know what it is and his patient gets taken away from him and he's like no that's my patient let me at him and they're like no you can't be down here this is classified he's like no it's my patient whatever screw you and he ends up going in there and uh the kid just wants to go to a game reveal and he's like you know what you're healthy enough we can go but if it stresses you out too much we're pulling you you know we're gonna have to leave and the kid's like all right that's fine whatever let's go so they go and he gets in trouble. He's getting yelled at by the nurse. Like, what are you doing taking this kid out of here? He is very sick and we need to lock him up. And then the kid stresses out and boom, Meatball Monster comes out of him. He's like, meatball what monster. is going on? Is going on? And then that's when the nurse Asuna is like, that's a bugster. Crap, what are we going to do? The guy who can find it is not here yet. And he's like, yo, what's that? And like, oh, this is what you have to do to fight. He's like, I'll take it. And he just takes it and's like, Yo, let's go. He becomes Common Rider X Aid and saves the day. That's the name of the show. Yeah. Whoa. And uh, so he ends up getting recruited into the uh, CR, which is Cyber Rescue, which is the division for combating the Bugsters. Uh, and he decides to stay there to help out since he can be of some assistance. Uh, that's the main overall uh, synopsis of the show. Uh, no, that's just basically episode one. 
Well, that is really just basically episode one, but also it's about <laughs> Hojo Emu fighting the Bugster virus. So, but he is not alone. There are other people. He is that... not. And so let's talk more about our character, starting with the boy Hojo Emu or Emu but wait. Hojo. Hmm? Okay, no, never mind. I thought I wanted to say something, but I forgot. Never mind. Let's <laughs> talk about the characters. Why is that funny? I thought it was. Something I don't know. Else. It was oh. just so quick. Like, but first, never mind. I freaked. Uh, I've done the same thing, but it just it just always amuses me. Uh, that's like that joke that can be get overused in a show, and I'll still laugh because I don't know why I just find it funny. But yeah, uh, Imu Hojo is 24 years old. He is <clears throat> an intern at the hospital in both the pedi- pediatrics ward and later the surgical ward. And uh, he is Common Rider X Aid, combated with fighting the Bugster virus. Not alone, as we said, but he is one of them. He's the newest recruit. He's the intern. He's the newest one, yes. He is the intern. And they all call him intern. Even the people who don't really work for him, like, yo, intern over here. <laughs> uh, poor guy. Um, but yes, he uh, he's very uh, clumsy, which is an aspect I really like. They made him just a total He quest. falls in like He's always episode. tripping, yeah. Like, um, going back to what we said about people saying this was cringy or meme I would say that him falling every time was a tiny bit cringy. Yeah. But, like, the only thing I could think about that was cringy in this entire show. Nothing else was really cringy to me. I think there's a few other moments that could be viewed as cringy by other people. But, yeah, like, I feel like the people who thought this was cringy don't really watch a lot of anime or stuff. I feel like they're strictly, like, Sentai fans who came into some of the more, like, anime kind of wee- weeaboo kind of well let me let stuff. me ask you yeah. a question then mm-hmm. uh compared to the other two common rider series you've watched would this be more cringier than those two uh i'd say like cringe level maybe a little but just slightly not like enough to make a difference it definitely had some more uh uh she was the word i'm looking for it had some more Mimi stuff going for sure. The other two didn't have much things of Mimi, but I can already see like just from what little I know of the actual Common Rider franchise, like the whole like critical strike and finish logos and how they handle that. I could see them already say that's very Mimi and then making like Common Rider memes out of it. Um, the I'm a Common Rider after they transform. Uh, I like it. But that's also something I could hear them do, like, make memes out of for other Common Rider stuff where they take the IMO, whatever, and change it. Um, so I think when people were referring to it as more meme was they had more stuff to make memes out of and less of the show itself was a giant meme like I was originally anticipating it to be. So I think that's kind of where what a lot of them meant on the meme part of it. Well, um, you heard it here, folks. I apologize as this is my first Common Rider series, so I do not know much about anything about the series other than what Falcon told me prior to this uh so just this will be a lot of falcon talking and be just like oh this was my opinion on this oh i like this part of it yeah so mm-hmm. expect um, falcon's knowledge to shine through in today's episode everybody yeah the, the, the knowledge i got out of a whole two common rider series before this that's more than me uh and probably the two most watched common rider series so we'll see that makes you even more uh, basic there you go yeah i'm a basic common rider fan you're, let's you're go basic batman <laughs> wowzers robin get over there uh anyway that was bad uh all right so uh yeah hojo emu he's very uh we've already said he's clumsy uh but otherwise he he very much just wants to help people which is a trait most common rider protagonists have they just really want to help out everybody um but he wants to save his patient no matter what the cost but he also wants to make his patient smile that's like his creed he's going to help the patient but he's also going to make them smile because if he doesn't make them smile he doesn't view it as him really helping them out like the doctor who saved him 16 years ago 
made him smile by giving him the game system and just kind of talking to him and all that sort of thing. So he very much wants to get invested with his patients, figure out what makes them happy, what they enjoy. So that way he can make their time there more enjoyable, or at least to have them have a smile by the time they leave. Um, which I think is, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Does he pass the protagonist test Falcon? Yeah, he does. I think he passes the protagonist test. He's a good guy. He's not my favorite character in the show. Um, but I think he's a great protagonist. He very much has the typical common writer. Let's help everybody motivation. Uh, cause the two I've watched double and O's, especially O's, the O's guy was just like my whole goal in life is I just want to help people. And then double they're detectives, but they're detectives because they want to help people with their issues. Um, by, you know, finding people that are missing or doing whatever they want the detective to do. Um, and here it's just more, he's a doctor. He wants to make sure that he can save their life and then make them still enjoy that life after they're done. And I guess that's the best way to put it. Um, but when he was a teenager, he was nonstop into gaming. It was called the legendary gamer M. And uh, that's He beat a girl at Tekken. He beat a girl at Tekken. Ooh, they, actually Tekken. Showed, they actually showed Tekken. Yeah, no, that it's, was it's actually legit Tekken. Tekken. Well, Tekken's a Bandai property. Yeah, so they I literally were probably like, let's just show Tekken. We own it. Like... We don't have to pay for it. I was surprised. Like, that, that's Tekken. I mm-hmm. thought they showed like a fake game, but like, no, that's actually Tekken. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Okay. When I remembered that Bandai was the ones who helped own Common Rider, at least had a good like investment in it. I was surprised the games that they used to transform into weren't just Bandai games. Like, I was surprised when the forums wasn't just like Tekken Rider or whatever and have it like some weird Common Rider form of like, re- not Ryu, that's Street Fighter of, uh, oh, shoot, who was the, the Tekken guy's Smash name? Smash Brother character, Jin. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jin Kazuya. Yeah, I was like, I forgot his name, but yeah, Kazuya. Um, but instead, they have their own made-up ones that are, like, parodies of, like, the genres they're a part of. Um, like, uh, Exade or uh, uh, Emu that we're talking about right now. He uh, he turns into Mighty Brothers X, which is essentially just Mario. It's a platformer. Yeah, it's, it's There's like, bricks his, his, his and all that everywhere. His game thing is, like, a platformer, Yeah. That's uh, the thing. Like each team has a theme, obviously. So there's platformers, RPGs, shooters, shooters, uh, fighting all that sort games. Of thing. Yeah, pretty good stuff. I actually really like that. Mm-hmm. As a gamer, it appeals to me. That's what probably kept me like really, you know, like into it. Like it's gaming. I'm a gamer. I like gaming. Yeah, and uh, one thing I, I will say too, when they they turn into common riders, they influence the area around them. So like when uh, Emu turns into X8, you get all these like little bricks appearing everywhere that he can like jump back and forth on. When uh, the one based on an RPG is there, there's like treasure quests open and they can break and open these things to get power-ups essentially. Um, and I wish they did this more. They don't focus on it a whole lot. And also I noticed later on, like the last half, they didn't even have like the bricks and the uh, treasure chests like appearing anymore. They just had the power-up sitting there, which I kind of disliked a little bit because I liked the aesthetic of having all these blocks everywhere. And I don't know if that was for like, they weren't in like the base forms and only the base forms were supposed to have it. Or if that was just due to like budget issues and they couldn't afford to put them in there anymore. But like I will say more it, meatball monsters. It was it was more entertaining to me when they're actually like jumping on like one of my favorite I agree. is when uh, there's two riders and there's the line of the bricks. They throw the bugster monster up on the bricks. One of them's kind of punching on top all the way. And the they jump like on the bricks, the like bricks Mario. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like I was like, that was one of my favorite moments. And then I think after that episode, I don't remember seeing the bricks ever again, which kind of bummed me out because I really enjoyed like just thinking about that. Like the, the shooter guy has all these like barrels there that you can assume are probably like explosives. 
the the bike guy i don't think really had anything but he really just turned into a bike so that kind of makes sense unless there was just like don't forget about the rhythm game the yeah but that wasn't one of the main forms it didn't really add much to the environment but you could fight. You had to fight. I meant your like that. You were talking about earlier how it was your, when they were doing oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. talk about uh, it, man. Come on. Uh, Tell everybody how much you love this show. There's uh, a fight where they're fighting a uh, rhythm game and they can take the, the gadget, which they used to transform into the common Riders from it if they beat it. Caught um, a best shot. Yes. It's very much a rhythm game. And so to fight it, they have to dance to the beat to avoid the attacks. For every like note they miss, they'll take damage. And so you have uh, x or Emu so they're like, oh, it's a rhythm game. We just got to dance to the beat. And he's just doing his thing and like playing his rhythm game, like hitting like good or greats on everything. So he's hitting everything. And then you have the other common Rider with him at the time, common Rider Brave, whose name is Hero. He's very serious, very much the I'm a surgeon. I do surgeon-y well, stuff. We'll talk about him. Later. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, he's literally just standing there like, what the hell is this? What are you do? What's going on? And they're in their level one stages, which are like very, very chibi. Like, it's very much like, let's take a common Rider suit and make it into a chibi common Rider suit, but the same height, and you totally get what it looks like. Uh, so they're in these, like, really dumb forms, like, doing this dance, and then one of them's just like, what the hell are you doing? You look stupid. And, uh, like, they had moments like that where they had to play the game in order to beat the monster, which I very much enjoy. Like, one of the racing ones, they had to beat him in a race in order to save the person because we're gamers we like gaming it appeals to us as gamers right right gaming gaming gamers i kind of wish they did it a little bit more but it kind of makes sense as to why they didn't they only really had to play those for like their secondary powers to where their first powers they already have but would have been cool if like for brave to well i mean they were given the first power so i guess that makes sense but it would have been fun if like the first time they used the power they had to do something against the monster in that form like if emu had to fight the monster it's almost sort of like platforming stage and then uh brave had to like defeat a boss monster in an hey, RPG. he had a treasure chest he did have a treasure chest which was cool though he only opened it like twice yeah he yeah i love how even in one fight he was like open the treasure chest get the power-ups don't you know how a game works he's just like i'm a surgeon i can cut anything and it's I like cut anything it's like okay bro get over yourself um but yeah oh, he's so i, I like cool. that part about it um but uh, I guess getting back to to uh, X Eight here, uh, anything else you want to say besides he's very very helpful? Uh, I like his uh, his outfit, his suits, his suits, his suits are pretty cool. All the suits, uh, yeah. you guys. Except for the final one we see, I really don't like that one. Uh, the final one? The, the the I mean I don't, I don't really care about sports. The, the level ninety nine one. Oh, okay, I think like I know. the final final one in episode tw- the last episode we saw. Oh, saw like, big okay. buff. I don't like that one. He, that one looked more like a mecha. It's like you turned yeah, into like a power like a suit. Mecha. I didn't like that. Um, which makes kind of sense, but yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, X8, he's a really good character. I do say he's a pretty good protagonist, you know. Uh, likes to help everyone, makes them smile. He's a pretty good gamer, pretty good doctor. Well, he's learning to be a good doctor. He's learning to be a doctor. He's got That's the bedside right. manner. He's great at dealing with the patients, but like, he's yeah, he's still, really like, good. He still has like really good actual, empathy like, diagnosis yeah. skills and all that to work on because he is in fact an intern and that takes time he's getting there though also i will note that before we started this i was binging scrubs and i forgot this had a medical theme so i was like i just stopped one medical show to go to another medical show wow what? i think that means it's time for you to go to the hospital what <laughs> oh no okay uh anyway moving on to Hiro Kagami, also known as oh, Common Rider Brave. 
I like is. him for you some like reason. Though I, here's here real quick. I just want to say, uh, and I'm sure Falcon will 100% agree with me, uh, that we have the main character who's the nicest guy in the show, mm-hmm. and then you have the three other main common writer guys who are all kind of dicks, in a way. One way or another, I wouldn't really say they're dicks. They just no, they're, they're very dicks. Oh, at, at the beginning, yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, kind of come out. Okay, of okay. It? Yeah. How about this? I would say episode uh, one, they're all assholes. Essentially, hero was self-absorbed. I'll say Kiria was self-absorbed, but Tig is a dick. Tig is a big dick. Hundred percent. Yeah. You have to agree with me on that. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, Hero Kagami. So he is this genius surgeon who is the son of the head of the CR, like the director of the CR division. He's his son. He's been known to not fail a surgery, no matter what it is, he can fix it. Um, so, uh, also, I just yeah. remembered the best character is the director. You can't prove me wrong. I liked the director, but the, <laughs> his like rank of character is normally in there a lot more, and he really did nothing but be like, "What's going on?" Like, I all, thought I thought all his bits were great. He, he'll he go was from funny, like, but he he'll was, go from like, "What are you doing here?" And he'd be like, "Welcome aboard." Yeah, he like shake his head like here. That. Get out of here! Oh, he used the exit power. What? Welcome. Have fun. Like and his, his like, head will like shake or something. I don't know. That's kind of, that's kind of funny. He got, he got like scared or like bewildered all the time too. Like the amount of times you can see his face and go <gasps> like randomly. It's like, okay. Um, yeah, the best facial expression. Also, I yeah. wanted to mention, we should mention the games that each of the characters have. Uh, uh, we did mention Mighty Brothers X for X. Mighty Brothers X. And then uh, and uh, hero. Heroes is Tattle Quest. Tattle Quest. That really adds to it because I love RPGs. I like RPGs I really too. Like, I really like his form, but yeah, he's like mm-hmm. a doctor. He hates he hates games. He's not a gamer. Yeah, he, he a, very much is practiced on being a surgeon, and he is he's a, a fake surgeon. gamer. But he can cut anything. Uh, he goes like he's like I can cut anything. That's Scalpel. my favorite. That's my favorite part of what he transforms. He holds his hands up like you do when you're about to do surgery to show <laughs> that like your hands are sterile and you've not touched anything. So him walking in like. He does the transformation, then he's just like, all right, let's start the procedure. Like, this is very much like he's doing a medical operation, even though he's really not doing a medical operation. He's fighting a monster. Remember but, the episode where he's like uh, just eating at like a cafe and he's oh, like yeah, eating a cake and he's like scalpel. I, I mean, knife. I mean knife. Yeah. <laughs> well, he I mean, also guess, has a really big sweet yeah. tooth. He loves his sweets. He loves his cake. He loves ice cream. He loves anything sweet. He just can't and get I enough. I love how there's a reason for that, too. And I won't say what it is for spoiler things, at least right here. But there's very much a reason why he's always eating sweets. And it's not even that he really likes it. But I like that there's, like, a reason as to Heck why Heck, yeah. Does it. I always um, love that with a character. That's that's part of the reason why I like him. He was very much but he, has, he has really good uh, forms. The only form I did not like of his is uh, probably the rhythm one. I thought that one was a little weird looking. I liked that one. The only form of his I didn't like was when he's the only one using the dragon power. I did not like how that looked with his first, his suit. But besides I thought that, that looked I fine. His his his, uh, his demon lord form was amazing. I love that. Oh, That's God, one of my that favorite so ones. Ah, awesome. oh, uh, he summons the minions. Uh, has like the the magic. Ah. Uh, can I get a sidetrack here and say the bugster minions are like the worst design things? They're I've turkeys. Seen in the longest. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was like, are they turkeys? And I did a close up, and no, they're just supposed to be a generic bug head because they're a bugster virus. Wait, they're not. They're not. They're not turkeys. They look like turkeys. No, no, it totally does. They've got a little, very small proboscis like at the bottom where their mouth should be and then where the eyes are they've got the little like bug antennas out 
but they like come out and then attach to their head and then point up. So it looks like turkey legs, like you would see on a cooked turkey for like Thanksgiving, just sitting on the table. At least they've got turkey heads, but they're bugs. They're totally bugs. And it's just the head. And then they're in some other dumb costume. And I was like, uh, these are the worst design minions I've seen. Well, I'll in a have long to pay time. attention to that if they show up again. Yeah, they didn't even show up all that often, which I was fine with because they looked. They showed stupid. up a lot in the first arc, but in the yeah. second arc, they didn't. Yeah. Uh, they're just like the mooks, the, the, the baddies that like defeat. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, back to Hero. He's he's very serious. He very much is uh, kind of like that cold and collected doctor who's just there to do their job. He doesn't want to get involved with the patients because if something bad happens to the patients, then you're kind of messed up too, which is just something that, you know, <laughs> happens. You have a patient you really like, you've got attached to, and then something went wrong and they ended up dying on your watch. He always likes to pin Emu to the wall. He does like to pin Emu to the wall. <laughs> He's probably a bunch of yaoi about that, you know. Oh, Emu, God. Don't even get me started doing? about all the yaoi I would thought about for this show. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm like, these guys are getting, like, really close to each other. I'm sure that the fan base really loves that. Uh, well, I mean, a lot of them had, like, relationships before the Common Rider thing started. Like, um... So one no, of the I'm other in the common... fan base, not like, oh, like yeah, the yeah. shipping pairs, not like the yeah, actual yeah. in Probably. show uh, pairs. Right. Uh, yeah, he's he's very serious, cold and collected. He's just there to do the surgery, get done. Uh, we even see that later on in the series, one of his patients invites him to see their uh, dance performance. Because he's he starting said, I'm to sorry. open up a bit. Yeah, he, he was starting to open up a bit. He was starting to try to kind of see Emu's point about uh, being uh, like at least someone involved with the, the patient's it was at a time where emu really couldn't help the patients um so he tried to like give them some of that courtesy and they invite him to the dance he's like i'm sorry i don't interact with my patients you know like, it's very much just like patients. like i'll i'll heal you up and then i'm done i don't want to intermingle um which i get that perspective from a doc like if i was a doctor and i got too attached to every patient i had i would be depressed very often by the amount of people who had something happen that i might not have been able to fix um or just the procedure went wrong and they're not there i totally get it um which i like the duality of he's the even though he's not really old how old is he he's does i should say his age it had emu's age i guess we just don't know okay not um, important but he, he's the older doctor he's been there a while you know in his experience it's best not to get attached to where emu very much is just like if i can't make them smile what's What's the point of doing this? I'm here to help them out. What am I even here for if I don't yeah. make them smile? So I like I like the dynamic of he's the older doctor who's very much just learned not to get attached because that's a bad thing in this you know profession. But then you have Emu who's the younger one who the only reason he's doing this is because a doctor was able to save his life and then make him smile in the process as a kid. So I like how you've got the two dynamics of one's very hopeful and very much wants to just love his patients and make them smile and make them happy than the other one who's just like i'm here to heal them and then i'm done like i don't want to deal with them i don't want to see them that's that like i very much enjoyed it um we said he's the director's son um and he wants to essentially be the only common rider he doesn't think they need emu or anything he just needs all the powers so he no. can just save the day no incorrect he says maybe that early earlier. on, maybe early on, but not now. There's the other guy who's early on. All of them, but Emu were like, oh, "I'm the only common rider we need." And then they, a lot of them, drop it except for one, and he'll be the guy we talk about next. Um, poppy people, poppy papa. No, not her. I have her at the end of the list. Poppy people, 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 poppy
Poppy people, the actual tongue twister. Poppy people, popo. Poppy people, popo. Poppy people, popo. You're looking at it. No, I'm not. At the name, you. I saw you. This screen, you were on. Everybody listening. If I was looking at the screen, I would be looking like this. I am not looking like this. I am looking like this. Well, no one's gonna know because they can't see you. Well, you're just throwing them all off because you're jealous of my awesome skills. You're just lying. Whatever. I am not. You're a villain. The condor. Uh, anyway, At back least I'm to Hero. I'm a common writer. Uh, Hero, you said is your favorite character. What else do you want to uh, say about the boy Hero? I like. Well, you know, he he gets the pretty he gets pretty nice games. You know, mm-hmm. he gets the the RPG, the rhythm. I do like rhythm games. Mm-hmm. They're pretty fun. Um, you know, he has some good forms. Pretty good. I just like his character. I don't know. He's like a badass. I like. I like. I think that badass is something that we need, like in this show. Mm-hmm. Like, if I were to look at any character in the show, I'm like, who's the badass? I'd be like, it's him. He's the yeah. badass. Yeah, he, he very much is that cool, collected. Just like he's he's supposed to be the overly cool character. Yep. Like and it and it actually works really well. So like he was kind of like that. the lovable, hopeful guy that you kind of like because he's sort of like a puppy in that regard. <laughs> uh, Kagami or Hero is very much just he's that cool guy that you're just oh he's so cool. Um, and then the other two that are the main writers. Uh, the next one we're talking about. What would he try to be besides the asshole character? Just the asshole. Yeah, and then we have the the other one who's kind of the more mysterious, intriguing character out of all of them. Um, you don't really know what he's thinking. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, if we're done with Hero, we can move on to Taiga. Let's move on to uh, Taiga. Taiga Hania. The only reason why I remember his name was Taiga is because of Taiga from Kuroko's Basket. Yeah. Uh, he is also known as Common Rider Snipe. Snipe. He has the gun game called Bang Bang Shooting. Bang Bang Shooting, which That's is the really most like five dollar budget title eShop game name I've ever heard of. <laughs> cool, Bang Bang Shooting. Yeah, what are you doing this game? What? You shoot, Ooh. Bang Bang. What was, <laughs> what was the sequel called? Uh oh, shoot! It was Bang Bang uh, uh. Battlefield. Or bang bang hey. upper oh, bang bang simulations. Bang bangs. That's a better name. And it was it was battleship. It was just essentially was just battleship, battleship as a video game, and that was actually one of my favorite suits. I love it. It was really dumb, and I love that about it. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we got Taiga. Uh, he's as I mentioned, he's a di- he's kind of an asshole. Pardon the language, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he kind of he just kind of comes. He's like, I want all the games because nobody can be a common writer but me. He. He very much is. He thinks he's the only person who needs to be a common writer. He just needs all the different gadgets so he can use it whatever he needs for the situation. Um, and he's unlicensed, and we find out the reason why. Uh, essentially, being he was uh, so the Buckster virus is new, but there was one day I believe it was five years previous. Mm-hmm. Had like a zero day. Zero day. Yeah, it was called zero day, and it's where the Buckster virus got out. Nobody really knew how to cure it. Uh, well, they kind of knew a little bit how, but nothing went right, and a bunch of people just disappeared because the Buckster virus, if you can't get rid of it, it just makes the person who's infected just vanish. Um, and we found out Taiga <laughs> was the original common rider uh, guy they made to fight off the Buckster virus, and he essentially failed and failed horribly. So they took away his license. So now he's this unlicensed doctor uh, who kind of runs a clinic. It's like a, it looks like to be an abandoned like hospital, essentially. Um, and he only helps people if they somehow find out that he'll treat people. Um, but otherwise, he's trying to find out how to get rid of the Bugster virus. That's all he cares about. Um, and he's an asshole, but he's not completely uncaring, we find out later. 
he just very much has that like extremely tough exterior um there is a point where one of the other riders wants to do something and he won't let them and you find out later on it's because he knows if they try and fail they'll end up like him so he's very much like you leave this to me you protect yourself uh, and he, he says it in a way that makes him seem just like a dick but you realize later he was just trying to look out for the other guy even though they yeah don't really get along. i did like i did like that but you uh, know i kind of yeah. don't like his character as much no he very much doesn't really care otherwise um he, but like I like that moment where it was with Hero, where he's like, if you do this and you screw up, you're going to end up like me. You're not going to be the genius surgeon everybody loves. You're going to be unlicensed and, oh, look at that guy. We thought he was great. Um, so he's like, <laughs> you let me deal with this. You focus on yourself and we'll we'll get it done. Um, but yeah, he uh, he has the uh, gun, like the shooting game. I also Bang, really bang, like shooting! Pfft. Yeah. I feel like they should have made that like a cowboy western game, you know? Yeah, like, I didn't. Bang, too. bang! That would have been cool. Yeah. Um, Maybe they'll be one. But it's just generic later. shooter. Um, but uh, he he does a lot kind of behind the scenes just to try to figure out what's going on here uh, with the Bugster virus and how it got made because he very much just very much wants to make sure. Um, uh, that they they can get rid of the Buckster virus for good essentially. That's he right. He really wants to get, get rid of where it, it came from and just be done with it. Um, uh, but yeah, otherwise there's not much to him besides he's kind of an asshole who does some more like mystery stuff in the second arc of the show. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I liked him just fine. Uh, he has a really cool. He has really cool suits. His suit. I really liked the neon green and with the navy. I thought that looked really nice. Yeah, um, I did like that. Uh, we'll talk more about the suits later too. Go more in depth about what we like about them. But overall, he's fine. Uh, probably my least favorite of the main three or main four. I, um, oh, main three. Why did you say main, main three? three? What? What? That's weird. There's four characters. In the yeah, no, in the my open. bad. I had a brain fart. Whoops. Yeah. How um, dare you? I know. I, I just kind of suck, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm a bigger common writer fan than you now. Yeah, man. <laughs> my crown I'm buy has been all taken. The games. Uh, but uh, anyway, moving on to our next one. Oh, real quick, I actually okay. want to mention this. Uh, uh, so in the opening, some they like to show openings. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's a show. Uh, I remember uh, one of the the first time I saw the this opening, it was like, like it was like the second like visuals of it, and they showed a Pac Man. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right, Falcon? Yeah, and I'm like, whoa, are we gonna see Pac-Man in the show? And then, like, the more it goes on, I'm like, wait a minute, they're just showing different things, and they're it's not for showing a movie. it. But it was for a movie, and it's like what a cross between like four different common writers. Four or five. Uh, there was, I never saw all of them. Like, there was a friend that showed them all, but I never paused it. I saw there was X Aid that we're in. There was Ghost. There was Wizard. There was Driver. Uh, I think there was one more, but I don't remember now who it was. It sounds. It sounds like regardless. It sounds like a really big crossover, and they have Pac Man. Yeah, it was. As well. I was looking it up. It was a movie to celebrate the 45th anniversary. So they had a lot of the more recent writers uh, team up together to buy a Pac Man enemy. Uh, but they they do this in all of them. If they have a movie, like so, Common Riders, the show. There's usually 45 to 50 ish episodes normally for the average series, and they usually have at least one or two movies after the fact. Um, so like I watched. Kamen Rider Double first that had three movies and then I watched Kamen Rider O's and I think it also has two or three movies but I didn't watch the movies for that yet um so they have all these movies and whenever there's a new movie coming out 
they show scenes from the movie to advertise it in the opening of the show. They show um, it for like five or six episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they go they on for a while. I want to watch the movie, but if I watch the movie, I probably only like the parts with X in it. I probably wouldn't understand it, so it really wouldn't be for me. That was, that was me with double, because usually the, the movies are around two of the different writers. Like, the first double movie is Kamen Rider Decade, who was the writer right before double, I believe. I think it was right before double. And then, it's like, the first half is dealing with the decade part of the story, and then the second half is the double part of the story and then them coming together to finish the thread in the end. And then another movie was the introduction to O's. Like no one had seen O's, they knew he was the next writer. So what are they gonna do about it? Oh, he makes a cameo to help fight one of the monsters in the double movie. Uh, so they do stuff like that to where a lot of the writers are interconnected. Um, it's like XA technically first appeared at the end of Jurai? Ghost, Ghost is one before it. And one of the ghost movies, the last ghost movie, X8 appears to help save the day. So like they do stuff like that to where they have like uh, the new writers come up in some way in a cameo into one of the movies. So that way you kind of know what their suit design is and what they look like and all that sort of thing. Um, which is something I like, but also if you're a hardcore fan, it can make watching the movies hard if you've only seen one or two shows because they might yeah. show some of the other writers. And I really want to watch en- the- Yeah, mm-hmm. like you can still enjoy it and be fine but like the first double movie i love the parts of double but all the stuff going on with decade i was like what is going wait, on this seems way second. more story i'm actually just looking at like the weekend now i know we said we're not yeah. to look at it but i was looking up like oh hey I-, I wanted to see if you were right about if like ghost was the previous one and you're right but i looked up at like for this one dude this thing has seven movies yeah and nine specials mm-hmm. what the heck <laughs> that's a lot yeah, Kamen Rider can be can be long, and I'm not like I said, I'm still very very new to it. I'm not like these hardcore fans who have seen all of it multiple times, uh, and especially you don't see as many people watch the original ones because they're very much the very very cheesy like 70s to 80s special effects that nowadays are kind of laughable at times. But then was like, oh look at how great this is. Um, Jesus, it sounds like if I wanted to get into Common Rider, I probably need to like sit down for like six whole months to just watch every single one or something. Uh, no, I mean, most people watch it slowly. Like I've been watching for a year, year and a half, and I'm only on my third show. Um, this is your third show. We're watching the third show for the podcast, Falcon. Yeah, yep. Uh, but anyway, enough of a sidetrack on that. Let's talk to the fourth main character. No, no, I think it's good. I think it's good that we talk about Common Rider show like to people who don't know anything about it. Might oh, be no, no, I'm, I'm down with talking it. About it. I'm also just like, we need to talk about my favorite character of the four, uh, which is Kiria Kujo. He is Kamen Rider Laser. I, I think it's Laser or Laser. I think they pronounced it at some point in the show, maybe. You just like motorcycles. I don't like motorcycles. So yeah, this this guy's suit, he, he has the normal chibi form, but he's, he's based off like a racing game. Um, what was that like, game called? Uh, it, oh shoot, what was it? It was Bakusho Bike. Bakusho bike. Um, and it's like a, a motorcycle racing game. Uh, but his first form, he's like the normal chibi one. He's got like the handlebars like on his head that look like pigtails, which I thought was really weird. But besides that, fine. But his second form, which is their main rider form, he literally is just a motorcycle. He's just like a dirt bike looking motorcycle, and he can drive himself, but he can't access his full speed unless a common rider is riding him. Something that he also dislikes. Like, there's one fight where he's there and he's like, I said, hey, ride me. He's like, why? It's like, because I can't go full speed and catch up to this guy unless somebody rides me. So come on, hop on. Like, it's very much like, <laughs> get on here, um, which he very much doesn't like it. But when he gets a second, uh, 
Let's not get power later. It turns him into a humanoid form where he can fight later. He gets like a it's like a samurai game, I think. Right? Yeah, he gets a samurai game. Uh, what was that called? I'm not seeing it on his list of powers. I don't remember. Uh, Bakusho bike. Yeah. Uh, Shakuriki Sports. It's not that one. I just like, I no. Just that was that. that was uh one of the bad riders. Uh, Why can I not find the name of this? <laughs> oh, uh, Giri Giri Chimbara. Giri Giri Chimbara! Uh, and that, that lets him at level three be able to not be a motorcycle and actually fight. Um, but he uh, is a medical examiner. He's a, uh, pretty much like a coroner, I think is what they call him in the show otherwise. Uh, he pretty much, I guess, looks more over like dead bodies and such. I think that's what a quarter does. Or am I getting my medical profession mixed up? I don't remember. Uh, but uh, he's very mysterious. He knows like a lot more information than he lets on. Um, but nobody really trusts him. He very much is kind of that mysterious guy who likes to play games. So he'll he'll like give them little tidbits of information and not tell them things, or he just won't tell them things. Um, but he's very uh, he's kind of the most jokingly one around around it, I guess. Like, he kind of jokes around and has fun and smiles, and he tricks Emu a lot. Uh, I feel like this character, I mean, if we're going to go into spoilers, but I don't think we should talk about spoilers, but uh, I feel like he's a very... So much later if we talk about it. He's a very tragic character. That's he is a tragic character. I want to say that. Uh, and, like, at one part, they, they don't trust him a lot. He ends up like, look, I want you all... To, everything I'm telling you right now is not a lie. This is true. And he tells them the identity of this person. They don't... They're trying to figure out who this, like, evil common writer is. Uh, and then... Uh, He's telling them correct. We we as viewers know that that's who it is at this point. We the viewers know. Yeah. The characters in the show do the not know. The characters don't. Yeah, and so he ends up seeing it and is like it's this person. Be careful around him. And, and then, then when he gets unmasks, and when they he gets out of his suit, it's somebody else, and so they don't believe him. Which which, which was a very smart play, by the way. Very smart play yeah, by the bad yeah. guys. I'll give I got to give him credit when credit is due. That was a good play. The bad guys here are actually fairly smart, which I very much enjoyed. Some of the other common riders. They have their smart moments, but most of the time they're idiots. And here I like the fact that their plans, for the most part, actually succeed most of the time. Yeah, like, so so I far. figured that was like, that happened all the time in a lot of common writers. I, I, would you say not? Uh, so double the villains are smart, but we don't deal with the main villains too much because they're, they're selling like these USB drives that turn people into monsters. So oh. we deal with the people who turn into monsters and like save them or whatnot. Um, and then we have the whole thing with the family who's like making them behind the scenes. And it's not that they're smart. It's just that their plans rely on a bunch of other people and the other people aren't all that great. Um, so we don't see like them themselves really do a whole lot. In O's, it's these four like, O's, they're called greed. And these greed are these ancient beings who live off metals. And they're just very greedy, essentially. Um, but they want to <laughs> take over the metals of all the other greeds. Um and they have plans that usually don't succeed. And it's not that their plans are bad per se. It's just that O's always comes in and stops them. And then like the main, main bad guy of the show is actually fairly smart, but he has to rely on all the other greeds to make it succeed. So it's kind of like he has all these smart plans and sometimes they succeed, but the majority of the not, they don't. Um, so I like the fact here, a lot of the plans involve the common writers actually doing their job and saving the patients. So they're being smart about everything and still succeeding, even though the heroes are still technically also succeeding. It was, it was just kind of a cool dynamic I enjoyed of it. Um, 
they seemed smarter to me than the two villains of the other two shows I've seen so far. Interesting. Okay. Okay. And that might be, there might be stuff I'm forgetting about those that I'm not remembering. I figured that, that this wrong, was the, I figured but, that like what we saw from XA was like the norm, but I didn't know it was like better than like the villains were better than uh, some of the other shows. I figured like, Oh, they're, they're like smart. They always get, they always still win even despite the, the good guys still like getting yeah. what they want. You know, like they get what they want, but it's not actually like the best outcome. You know, they could keep right. going. Further. That happens some of the other ones I've seen, but I feel like this one it makes it seem like they're. I to me it just makes it seem like they're smarter to me, and I could have a crazy minority opinion on that. Um, let us know in the comments uh, if you think I'm wrong or on Twitter, which you will find the link later. Uh, but yeah, I, I personally <laughs> they these two villains we've had so far have been my favorite villains we've had in a. Uh, a common rider I've seen personally. You mean three villains? Yes, there are three villains, but eh, one of them. One I of them like. gets taken. One of them gets. You mean the one that gets taken out like early on? Yeah, I, I didn't care for him. I didn't like him at all. But the other two that are still left, I, I very much. I like enjoy. them too. They're pretty cool. But we'll talk about one of them later. Yeah, one of them we're gonna we're gonna talk about because he's kind of like the main bad guy. But 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 but, but Kedia. Kedia. We said he's he's kind of the the mysterious, intriguing character. He likes to lie. He's a liar. he likes to lie. He also has the coolest character select movement. So since this is a game where they choose their common rider, they put in their gosh it, which is their thing that powers it up. They do the move and say henshin, um, and then a character select screen comes and circles around them, and like uh, most of them just like hit it like a uh, uh, Hania since he's got the shooting game. He does like a gun fingers and like pulls the trigger uh hero just like touches it i think emu kind of like punches it to the side or whatever but kiria freaking does a 360 kick it's like 360 spin and kicks his character and then just kind of like lands and it's like that's so cool like i loved it so much every time he, he would do it um, yeah i can't wait to see it more yeah i know right yeah um but uh yeah i really like him pretty he cool. very he very much too at the start. I like his outfits. I don't mean like his uh, that like jacket. His, oh his my jacket. god! Ah, oh, it's so pretty. Cool. I want a jacket <laughs> like that. I would wear a jacket like that all the time. I don't know if I could pull it off, but I would wear it. Really, all their outfits are on point this whole show. Like I will say, the costume design, even not for the suits, is on point. Oh I mean, he doesn't really wear a doctor one. Everyone else kind of wears a doctor suit. But the rest doesn't. of them, they all have like their their lab coats on, and they've got like an outfit on underneath it. Like Emu is kind of like your typical gamer younger person. He's got just like a pair of pants and a graphic tee. Uh, Hero's very professional, so he's got like slacks, dress shoes, a dress shirt, and a tie. Uh, Taiga, since he's disgraced, is kind of just like he doesn't care. Like, isn't he wearing more like sweatpants? Or am I getting that wrong? You might be getting it wrong. It's been a while. I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember his. He's usually got like a hoodie or something similar to like a hoodie on. Um, you like a t-shirt underneath. I don't remember really for pants. But yeah, like Kiria, he's got like this sweet red leather jacket. He's got like kind of like floral print shirts underneath it, and then yeah. he's got like some pants and sh- like basic shoes. Kiria like, has like the best just outfit. Works so well. Really uh, he's got his cool little like circular glasses that he wears a lot too, like his sunglasses. Oh, like it just works. I just really, really like really everything about this character. That's why he's my favorite. Um, and at the start, too, all the riders don't get along. Like, Emu's like, Hey guys, we're all common riders, shouldn't we fight the people together? And then you have like Hero be like, It's my patient, I will save the day. And then you have Taiga be like, I don't need you guys, I should have all your gadgets, and I'm gonna take them from you after we beat up this guy. But let's beat up this guy first. And then you have Kiria who's like, Oh, this is getting fun. Yeah, I'll help out when I want to. Like, it just kind of does his own thing. He's the first one to really 
he literally tells Emu at one part, like, look, I know you, after they kind of find out he's not been lying to them all the time, he's like, look, I understand what I've been doing isn't necessarily great. And I've kind of been like shady a little bit, but I want you to know, like, if you're up for it, I'm down to working with you and us teaming up. Like he pretty much is like, let's work together to solve this quicker. Um, he's kind of the first one to put aside like their differences on what he necessarily wants. But his main goal is just figuring out how this started. Like he very much is, who is the reason this exists? Who was the first person who ever had it? And how can we use that to solve this for good? Um, so he's doing a lot of like investigation stuff behind the scenes while the rest are just trying to like get more gadgets to power up or save patients, um, which is just something that I thought made him a very, very interesting character. That's right. I really liked him. I'd say he probably would be my second favorite character, honestly, uh-huh. from his design. His uh, I would say his common writing suits are kind of meh. But, uh, yeah, I think he had my least favorite of the actual suits. I mean, but, one of them is literally just a bike, and it looks fine for a bike, but it's like, you're still a bike. It's like, a bike. <laughs> it's literally a bike with a pink mohawk, and then it's got the eyes on the front where like the headlights would be, since he is technically the bike. Um, but then otherwise, it's just a neon yellow bike with a gamepad on the side. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, anyway, there's not much more we can really talk about him. No. Unless we really, really just want to get into spoilers, which I don't really want to. Not this uh, early. Yeah, if we talk about it later, which we might, it'll be like at the end and we'll be like, leave now if you do not want to hear it. Um, moving on next, we've got the, uh, what a lot of people refer to as like the annoying character sidekicks for the shows. Although this one, I didn't really find that annoying. She wasn't really annoying. Only when she was like some, maybe sometimes when she was like in her poppy form. Yeah. But uh, that, uh, that it was like minor annoying. It wasn't really that big. Yeah. We it was more character- comedy, you know? Yeah, uh, we meet this character. Her name is Asuna. Uh, no, it's not. It's Poppy Pipa Poppo. She is uh we find out she's actually a bugster. Um, but she's a good bugster. She's not like one of these like virus ones. No, she's there. we have to kill her. She's a bugster. No, no. Uh, but no. she's helping the the CR. Um, she's kind of like the navigator, tells them where they are, and ta- uh she takes on the Asuna character, like costume to look like a nurse to help them treat the patients and whatnot um she's kind of there just like give them tidbits of information here and there um but we also find out later on she's actually a character from one of the games the rhythm game dore mi fa beat that's right Dore Um, i love how she's like you'll never guess this but i'm actually one of the characters and uh amy was like yeah everyone knows poppy from dore mi fa beat (laughs) like (laughs) that's not a surprise to me we all know it um and she's kind of like bummed out yeah uh, her poppy character's got like pink hair and like a little hat on her head and kind of like a weird kind of like candy lolita look almost um but then uh her asana character i think is actually really nice like i mean i'm sure that's just the actress with in like normal like a nurse uniform but uh she is just kind of like your average haircut nurse uniform sometimes she has glasses if she's in her like business attire um there's not really much to say about her, honestly. No, it's not. I just, she's just an important part of the show. But all the shows kind of have this like female character that tags along. A lot of shows, I've when I've been reading about them, a lot of people find them to be the more annoying characters a lot of the time, especially the one from Double. I didn't mind the one from Double. Uh, her name was Akiko, I believe. Uh, but some people hate Akiko. She has this gag that doesn't translate well to American stuff to where she slaps people with this green slipper there's always something written on the slipper in gold but they would never translate what it was in fan subs so you don't know what she's hitting them technically with um 
and that actress just overacted a lot and i feel like that's part of it too she was always like getting loud and overacting i didn't mind it i knew she was there for like comedic aspect and sometimes her jokes hit and sometimes they didn't uh the one from o's wasn't really that annoying she was just kind of there um and i feel like that's kind of poppy's thing she's not really annoying she's just she's just there and then to try to get some laughs when she can um like while they're fighting she's looking after the patients making sure they don't get hurt or in harm's way while they're doing their thing um but i liked her i thought she did her job very well yeah Um, she did her job very well it's a good sidekick yeah i thought she i like the fact she was a bugster but she wasn't evil she was just like like she just kind of like exists yeah like the best bugster bergman who makes burgers <laughs> i knew you were gonna bring that up yeah come on uh, he's the best he, he's, that was the best episode from what we saw you can't deny that i don't know that it was the best episode but it, i liked it I oh it what did fun. you like the christmas one i actually didn't like it the christmas into one santa claus no did you watch the credits were in the advert where it shows like XA running along the wall and jumping, like when they're talking about like sponsored by Bandai and McDonald's or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. It like actually changed into the so Santa, Santa one as well. You have yeah. to give him credit for that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty I thought cool. that was fun. Um, but she, she's just kind of there. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed her for what she is. She's not a super important part, but I felt we at least needed to mention her. Um, and then moving on to the last character we're going to talk about, uh, uh, Kuroto Dan. Kuroto Dan. Oh, Kuroto Dan. What a basic name. I actually kind of like the name. But yeah, it's not, it's it's kind of basic, but I like it. Um he is good guy, right, Falcon? Mm-hmm. Good guy. Totally. Uh, yeah, but actually he he's is... not, he's bad guy. Oh, what? So uh the, the, we, we said before they use these gashets to turn into uh I think I'm saying that right. Uh to turn into matter. the common riders. Just call uh, them and... a gotcha. Yeah, what's gotcha called Gosh's. Um gotcha Kuroto Dan's the one who made them. He is the He's CEO the creator. He's the uh the CEO of this game company called Gem Corporation. Which they is make, his last name. Yeah, uh they uh they no, totally uh no it's not. Wait, what? <laughs> Don is his last name. I thought I thought it was the Don Corporation, wasn't it? Or was it no the it's Gem? it's called Gem Corp. Oh, oh Gem is his is the name of his writer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um he uh he totally uh makes all the games that the bugsters are coming from and that they used to transform into common riders they're That's all right. based off the games his company has made and they apparently they're all like best-selling games they're like a well-known like game yes, company because bang bang shooting is a really good game that i really want bang to bang shooting um but yeah uh he he gave uh he made the game drivers and he gave them to cr and he gave them the first four goshits as well: uh, Tattle Quest, Mighty Brothers X, uh, Bang Bang Shooting, and uh, Baku Show Bike. Uh, but he, uh, he's constantly trying to make uh, more goshits and come up with more powers and whatnot. He has ten, but there's more games after that. Uh, and then we find out at the very start there's this uh, a second like X8 Rider, but it's like Dark X8 instead of being like neon pinks and greens and all yeah that. It's, it's like the it's, it's like, like the exact black and purple and everything and his uh, gotcha is shakariki sports yeah shakariki oh, sports which is, which is like a it's an extreme sports game like a tony hawk pro skater but more bmx um but uh i, I think that actually i like my favorite jingle whenever they use it uh they every time they use a gash it has like a dumb little jingle um i actually like the puzzle one uh, i like the puzzle one show. too um, I didn't like the puzzle suit, but I liked I liked the jingle. Um, but uh, we find out 
early on that that is actually Kuroto Dan. And he's doing it to kind of like help get data on the gadgets Ooh. and Ooh. all that. Mr. Falcon. Excuse yes, Mr. Me, Condor. Mr. Falcon. Uh, I actually have a question I wanted to ask you. Okay. Uh, in the previous shows, are common writers also sometimes bad guys or are they, is it just for this show? Like in the previous ones you watch O's and doubles, was there any like bad common writers or were the common writers always the good guys? Uh, so in double, there were no bad, not double. And O's, there were no bad common riders. He did have a rivalry with one of them because they were kind of, they were on the same team, but they also were kind of like, kind of like how the dynamic is here. Like the other guy was like, oh, don't worry, I got this. Don't worry, O's, this is mine. Stay out of my way. Like they kind of had some like conflict over like working together. Um, double, the secondary rider in double, they kind of had a little bit of beef at the start, but he wasn't evil. And I don't remember any bad common writers in Double. Double really only had two. There was Double and there was Excel. And I don't remember any more. Oh, no. I just found it weird that there was like evil common writers in this show. Not like I always thought, you always talked about common writers being the good guys. So I thought, oh, it's really interesting that they're doing like a bad thing approach, like common writer versus common writer. Like I could understand the rivalries where it's like good guy versus good guy mm-hmm. and they're like fighting over like an opinion or something. Right. But like this is literally, this is just like Dan who's like a bad guy. And then there's the other guy who's a bad guy. You know, uh, I know there's at least one or two more shows where there are bad common writers. Um, but I don't remember which ones. Like, there is one that's more like a battle royale where it's all the common riders fighting to the death. Um, is that a movie? No, it's actually a show. Um, <laughs> Total Common Island. I don't remember if that one's Hibiki. <laughs> is that one Hibiki or is that one Gaim? I don't remember. I know both those have like huge casts of common riders, and I don't remember which one is which. And it might not even be one of those two. I just still don't have my facts like memorized. Um, All right, there they, there are some that have you. some, but it's not the common thing. Did you like that there was bad common writers in this show? I liked it. I thought it was a unique take on it. I agree. Uh, Pretty unique for my first time. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you, because I wasn't sure if it was like every single common writer show or it was just this one. I mean, I feel like I like the, the dynamic of it because there were some episodes where it didn't even seem like we really had like somebody with the bugster virus so they didn't get rid of the bugster virus very early and it was more about them just fighting uh the evil common riders um which i kind of liked as a twist um yeah we find out kuroto dan is the dark x-aid and he's been uh just trying to gather more data on how the common riders are fighting and whatnot and developing more powers um and really trying to challenge them to get better um, he later drops that power and gets a new power, uh, and I won't necessarily say exactly what it is at this point. Um, but uh, I really I liked him as a villain. I think he's a, he's a terrific villain. I think he was a really great villain too. I thought that like it would it would really be hard to uh, to top him in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah, there's another villain here too who I think I like a little bit more, but he's not very prevalent until kind of like the very end of what we watched. So we're not talking about him in detail. We'll probably mention him later. Uh, but I, I think both of them, especially together, are a terrific, like, villain team. Um, but he very much, his goal is to just keep researching the Bugster virus and make even stronger games, pretty much. Um, and then it, it kind of twists from that a little bit, but that's kind of spoilery, so we won't talk about that just yet. Um, but do you have anything else you want to say about Kurotodon without uh, being too too spoilery? 
Uh, without being too spoilery, I would just say that he was a really good villain. I honestly did not expect him to be the bad guy when they revealed it. I'm like, what, really? It was mm-hmm. it was actually a really good plot twist. Did you expect it at all? Like, did you expect him to be like the villain or was that completely a surprise to you? I felt he was going to be a villain, but I didn't think he was going to be the dark X-Aid. He was going to be the main villain of, of at yeah. least arc one and two. Yeah, so the, the other bad guy we have, he wears clothes that on the pants have all the colors of Dark X-Aid. So I figured he was probably going to be the guy who was the Dark X-Aid. And the fact we saw him with Kuroto a lot, I felt they were working together. So I felt Kuroto was probably going to be a bad guy. And then it was like, oh no, Kuroto was the Dark X-Aid. I guess the guy's pants were just to throw you off into thinking, hey, he's wearing the color scheme of the guy. He's very shady. We don't know anything about him the, yet. The one thing I will say about, actually, I just remember by looking on his page, the one thing I will say I did not like about Kuroto is his backstory. Of why yeah, he it, did, it reason, didn't make sense. Really. The reason, no, it made sense. It was just really bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, the reason why he, he did the things he did is because our main character, uh, Imu, actually uh, at the time, uh, he sent the company, Gem Corporation, like his ideas for games. Yeah. And, uh, Dan got it and he's like, How can there be someone better than me? And that's how he turned like really, that's how he got like really angry. Yeah. And uh, like, yeah, that makes yeah. sense, but it's like a really poor reason. So we find out that his dad owned this Gen Corporation. It was like the CEO. And uh, even though he was only, I think he said in junior high at the time or was a junior in high school, I don't remember what it was, but it was junior high or he was in high school and just a junior. I think he was like 11 or 12 years old. Let me, I actually have it. He up. was a, uh, he was making games for his dad's corporation and like they were the best selling games the company had. And he was viewed as this like game making genius. 14 years old. He was 14. Yeah. And then we find out Emu Hojo sends him a letter where he like had drawn character designs and uh, came up with ideas for games or whatever. And sent them to him because I thought they'd be great. Yeah. And he totally just got insanely jealous that there was somebody out there who could be more of a games genius than he was. And he didn't like it. And then he finds out about the Bugster virus later. And then that's, that's right. history. Yeah, it, it was it was just like a really dumb backstory for it, really. Um, but what can you do? Uh, but yeah, I guess that's really all we could talk about for characters right now. Yes. I mean, there's other characters. Uh, yeah. These are the most important ones, I'm sure. In the later half, we'll be talking about more of them whenever we decide to cover that. Hopefully soon. But uh, or yeah. if not, I'll probably just watch it on my own. Uh, <laughs> Next up, we will uh, we will talk no, about. Wait, hmm? no, actually, I want to. I actually wanted to talk about one thing. Okay. Else to add. I don't know how long this episode will be, but if you're a common writer fan, more power to you. I actually want to talk about the action of the show because okay. this is my first time witnessing this type of action in a long time. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just wanted to say, like, the action was actually pretty decent. I would say it was the best. But basically, how it went for this show was like, okay. Here's the bad guy. We're going to fight the mooks. Sometimes we'll fight the bad guy himself. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like attacking each other. And then like, oh, we're going to do like a special critical finish, which I really like. It's like Shakuriki critical strike or mighty brothers critical finish. I really, yeah. I really do like that. But, uh, you know, it was pretty cool way to end it. But then sometimes it'd be like multiple fights happening. So you'll have like, you'll have like a, uh, the main character you'll have emu fighting like Pride or whatever his name is and you'll have like 
freaking hero fighting like Dan or something, and then like the here's no, uh here's nice Taiga Taiga nice and Kiria fighting like the Bugster and his yeah. minion or something. I I don't know, and I, it was weird just like seeing them all like fighting like all at the same time. I, it was really cool, but at the same time it was also really weird mm-hmm. because it's just like oh, there's so much happening on the screen. I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen. It's just so weird. Though I do also want to mention that uh it was actually funny how like sometimes when like oh here's the Bugster, nothing's gonna go wrong. Suddenly, here's the black X aid coming to mess everything up just out of nowhere. Like he was expecting this. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, I actually I thought it was really interesting. The action did kind of pull me in a little bit, but I also thought it was weird. I think the weirdness is what pulled me in. You know, mm-hmm. it's different from anime, obviously, because it's not an anime. Yeah. But uh, what, what did you think about the action of this show compared to like the it. other two you watched? I mean, yeah, I like it. Um, is it similar or different than the other two? It's a little bit different because the other two that I watched, we only had one or two common riders. We never had it up to four. Um, so, <laughs> More like up to six. Yeah, that's true. We we had we had a lot. Um, There's only usually two common riders. That's uh, that's weird. Uh, so it varies on series. It's like the very original original ones, to my understanding, only had one or two max. Um, and then as they go on, they have something to add more. Like I think it's a game. There's thirteen what? by the end of it um so like there's some that have a lot and that's why i was recommended to watch double first because like oh you like mysteries cool this is a detective story um but as a common writer show and it also only had two writers there was double and excel uh o's has o's and birth no one uses those are the only two um so like this was the first one i saw that had more than two common writers there there are others that have more there are others that i think just have like one at times um so I was used to seeing more of just like one to two people fighting at a time. So this was a little bit different to where like you might focus more on like Dan versus Emu and then all of a sudden just like cut over and here's Hania fighting the Bugster or whatever. And then you cut over to like Hero like just taking out the mooks. I enjoyed it, um, but I do think I liked it more when it was just one or two and I could kind of see the whole fight together more. Sometimes there's a lot to like like hold in. Like there's a lot just like mm-hmm. to like oh what's happening who's doing this what's mm-hmm. happening you yeah. know I I kind of got that a lot like in the like, early on it wasn't that case when there was like one or two of them. but then they just got like yeah. here's all of them though I will just say one of my favorite ones was uh when they took out Graphite uh, who's just another villain but he actually got he got he got yeah. killed not really not really a spoiler who cares yeah. uh but the, the way they took him out is they they did a game it was uh it was the like the like the Monster Hunter game yeah. I forget was, what it's uh, called. Dragon Knight X or something like that. Dragon Knight something like that. And then like they, what they did was they all got like a part of like the suit on their own and they like combined. I thought that was really cool. I, I really like that moment show. a lot. That was great. Um, yeah, because the whole thing is like Emu takes this power and he's going to use it. But Dan's like, you're not going to be able to handle it. Like that's that's a multiplayer game. You all have to work together. You can't handle it. And he's like, I can handle it. And then he totally just goes berserk. Uh, so then later on, they all have to finally like kind of agree to work together to be able to use the power to take down the monster. Um, and then once they took down the monster from the game, they cleared the game and they could handle the power without teaming up if they needed to. Um, but I kind of like the thing is like, you have to beat this game before you can handle its power. And you're only going to beat the game if you all can work together because it's a four player game. You know, like it's very much like, all right, get, get it done. But I very much like that. And how like each of them were a different part of the dragon. Like Emu was the fang. Kyria was the claw, I think. Uh, Hiro was the... I don't know, but they all had like a different part of the dragon, which I thought was really, really cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, otherwise the fights were fun. I enjoyed it more when they did incorporate the more video gamey aspects of it, like 
hiding behind cover or jumping on the bricks to get the power ups. I enjoyed it a lot more when they did stuff like that. I mean, they kind of like I said earlier, they kind of drop that the longer it goes on. Um, whether that's just due because they couldn't find a fun way to make it happen, or due to budget, and they or maybe because of all the it. people on the screen, like as I mentioned, maybe it made just too many people and it was obstructing the fights. Um, it made sense the power-ups weren't in blocks when the puzzle guy was there because we find out part of his thing is he can see all the power-ups. So it makes sense that like, oh, all the blocks and treasure chests and stuff disappear when he's there. But there'd be times where he wasn't there and they still weren't there. So I was like, I guess budget. Budget said no. Or maybe they just forgot. Maybe. But either way, the action was it was pretty it was pretty okay. I think for uh, for like pretty like a show like this, it was pretty on point. <laughs> But sometimes it's confusing. Uh-oh, someone's opening up Baja Blast. You know it. Uh-oh, show it on screen so everyone can see it. Show it on screen so everyone can see it. Just kidding. I, it was only me who saw it because no one else can see this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I held up my Baja Blast screen to the camera so Condor could see it. I know. Aren't I, aren't I a pal? Yeah, and I want to show my frostbite. Oh. You have this can has been here for dude. a day. Why would you throw it away? Uh, your camera went oh. off. Are you oh, there? No. oh no I'm, I, I'm here I, my camera just okay yeah. um but anyway uh we'll talk about the music there is one opening to the show i don't know i'm kind of excited to talk about it what about you i'm excited too do you want to know what the song name is is, is it called make my way by subadashi no it's called excite what? by daichi miura excite bikes like excite the bikes ki- all ki- like kiria yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like knew Shaka it. Kitty Sports or a Bakusho Bike. Uh, but yeah, um, it, I really liked it. It's a great opening. It's pretty good. I was listening to it earlier before the podcast today. Most, I, really, I really like it. It's kind of short, though. It's only a three-minute song. Yeah, it is. Um, most Kamen Rider openings actually are really, really good. Uh, the two I've this watched one, have been great, and I've listened really to just like some random other series openings. Uh, but yeah, I, I really I really like this, and I've been listening. I'm definitely gonna be at if I ever make like a playlist of like awesome songs, I would definitely like add this song to it because it's really like it's really like jam packed. It gets you like pumped and ready. Play some video games. It very much gets you hyped up. Um, I, I very much appreciated it. Uh, yes, and there's no ending theme. Well, there nope. is some insert songs. They play the opening of the ending a lot too, especially later on. They kind of have yeah, they to, like, do. Sometimes the they don't like. Sometimes they don't play the opening, and they'll have it like the opening later in the episode. As Falcon mm-hmm. just said, yeah, it's it's. I like it. It's nice. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, the rest of the background music, I'm being pretty good too. Yeah, the music quality for the show is actually really good. Oh, bless you, my dear Falcon. Thank you. I just had to sneeze. All of a sudden, appeared. All right. Um. But yeah. Um. So I guess we'll go on to do our 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 weeb moment. All right. Or our common writer moment. I yeah. Guess. Our common writer moment. I guess. All right, Falcon. And that is Tell out us. of all of the gashets, which are the games they use to uh, transform and get powers. Which of those is the game you would most want to play? Um. I mean, come on, man. Do we even have to ask? Uh, Tattle Quest, come right. on, RPG. Yeah, or I guess yeah. well, Tattle Fantasy. Mm-hmm. I like both, either or of those. You know, I like RPGs. What can I say? I, I'm looking at the list of games in case I forgot any. No, you're and, gonna spoil yourself. No, uh, I'm only I'm only looking at the ones they have like sections for all, like the main ones, which we've seen all of them on, and then like it goes by stuff. So I can I can skip the ones we've not seen so far. Uh. I was looking at one of them, and for uh, Shaka Kiri Sports, instead of extreme sports games, like we call it in America, 
uh, in Japan, it is referred to as enthusiastic sports game. Oh, oh. kind of gave me a chuckle. Uh, little chuckle. Now, what game would you choose out of all the games? Uh, lots of choices, lots of games. Yeah, I'll read off all the main games we have very early on. Do it, do it up. We've got a uh, Mighty Action X. We've Mighty got Action Battle X. Quest. Bang Bang Shooting. Bang ba- Bang Shooting. Uh, Bakusho Bike. Shakariki uh, Spots! We've got Geki Totsu Robots. Uh, Don't Re Mifa Beat. Jet Combat, which also sounds like a $2 budget game on the eShop. Uh, Giri Giri Chimbara, which is the Samurai game. Uh, Shakakiri Sport. Shakariki uh, Spots! Drago Knight Hunter Z. That was the, the, the Monster yeah. Hunter game. Uh, we've got uh, Dangerous Zombie, uh, Tattle Legacy. I don't like zombie games. I'm not a big fan either. Uh, oh, what was the other one? I'm not seeing it on here. Uh, you mean the burger one? Uh, we've got the burger one. Uh, we've got Mighty Brothers XX. And uh, well, I hope it's not XX because that would be really uh, bad. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm not finding the oh what perfect puzzle, you? perfect puzzle perfect slash knockout fire. That's what it was. And perfect then, uh, puzzle. Paddle Fantasy and Bang Bang Simulation. Uh, yes. Well, was, out of all those games, which ones would you choose to play, Mister Falcon? Tattle Quest, but honestly, Tattle Fantasy sounds more interesting to me. Tattle. Well, I mean, they described it as you play as the demon you play player. as the bad guy. Yeah, trying to stop the hero, and I think but that I, is just like a fun twist on it think of it like this tattle think of them they're both the same game but tattle quest is the you play as the good guy tattle fantasy you play as the bad guy and yeah and like different endings you know it's pretty there's cool. very few games where you play as the bad guy so that part like interests me a little more i feel like i am the bad guy mm-hmm. otherwise if i had to pick a second one that wasn't an rpg um i would probably, spots. I like probably so. actually i've yeah. said that like 10 times wait really yeah I'm surprised. I know you were a, a fan of enthusiastic spart- sports. I enjoy them. Uh, I don't play them super often, but whenever I play them, I have a, I have a really fun time. I have never seen you play a sports game. Uh, you saw me play tennis on Twitch years ago. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Cause you were like, wow, oh, this is I- like real tennis. I was like, yeah. Oh, actually, I think I do remember that. That yeah, was like yeah. in the very beginning. That was very, that, that was like very early actual tennis games. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like Mario. It was like an actual tennis no, game. No, yeah, it was an actual tennis game. Uh, but no, oh like, God. I, especially nostalgic, I played a lot of extreme sports games back when they actually made good extreme sports games. Like, think of like SSX Tricky and the original Tony Hawks and all that. I played those all the time. I loved them. Um, I haven't played them much lately because we really don't get any good ones lately. Um, but if you had to pick a second one, what would you pick? I would choose Knockout Fighter. The boxing game, because I've been in a big, you know, yakuza binge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I like, I like the good physical fighting. So I would probably choose knockout fighter. All right, uh, and now we've come to part of the discussion that is new, that will probably only be used if we ever talk about common rider, and that is time to talk about the suits. The Kamen suits, the uh, suits. It's a huge important I'm not, part. I'm not wearing a suit. I'm wearing a t-shirt. Oh man, I'm not prepared. Cancel the podcast. Cancel the podcast. Cancel the podcast. Cancel the podcast. Um, yeah. Uh, so common rider suits are very big, and the suits at X8 are very, very different than other common rider suits. Uh, common rider has a lot of conventions. They've got like normally have like the circular oval, more like kind of bug eyes. 
and they usually have a lot of similar features. A lot of them have capes. Um, not like no capes. I guess not capes, scarves. They usually have like some sort of like scarf or some other like kind of unique common rider thing. But the eye is the big common thing. And these suits seem to be very hit or miss because they're very much anime style. They've got like molded anime hair. They've got anime eyes instead of your typical eyes. Most common rider designs, uh, they can have color, but they're more like darker or more muted or more realistic color and here it's just neon everywhere like let's just put neon green and yellow and pink and all that we're gonna mash them all up together and have this really bright really loud suit that it's very animeified uh and they, they they're very hit or miss and i will say the first time i ever saw the x8 suit i was like what is this this is I, garbage I will, after I will, watching it like i've funny. i've grown to really like him like them a yeah. lot i think they're really great it's just very different you have to get over the fact of like where are the normal eyes why why is this all like angular and bright and what i really dig it because video games yeah. and anime come on you're a gamer be a gamer with me yeah um, but I, I i really really dig them. <laughs> uh like even the main x-age suit its main color is neon pink, but it works. Like here's some neon pink with some neon green, and you're gonna have this like pink foofy anime hair. And so it's real be quick, gray. something we did not mention is there. So there's so many of the as we we said throughout the podcast, a lot of the characters have like different types of suits. Yeah. Uh, but they're they're uh by like level. So like mm-hmm. the the chibi one is level one. The regular one's level two. They have like level five, level ten, mm-hmm. level X, level twenty, level fifty, level ninety nine. That's as far as we know. The highest we know is yeah. level ninety nine. But uh, you know, it's a lot. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I really like how they like like each suit is like this is the level. Like this is level what this suit. Yeah, and the different games are like different levels too. So like nobody ever just does Shakakiri Sports because it's a level three game. They have, it, they have to pair it up with a level one game, like your Tattle Quests and your Mighty Brothers X and all those. So uh, like there is there's a ton of forms. And uh, they kind of did this in O's. O's had a lot of different like medallion to get swap out uh, to get different forms. And a lot of them were only used once or twice. And they kind of did that here with some of these. Like uh, when Ho... Hojo Emu first gets uh, Gekatotsu robots. He uses it like in every episode. Then he gets like a new power, and like you only see it like once more after that. And it's just kind of like okay, like that was kind of cool, but we don't see it anymore because um, usually just the power ups and whatnot. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of them. Uh, do you want to go with a favorite suit first, or should I list one of the suits? I mean, I know I mentioned it earlier, but uh, I want to say Heroes Demon Lord suit when he gets a uh, mm-hmm. Tattle Fantasy. Yeah, I really like the, the design for that one; it's pretty cool. Uh, another good one I would have to say is I actually like—I'm not going to say what it is—but I like uh, Emu's level fifth, level two. Was it level twenty? Level twenty. Oh yeah, the XX suit. The, the 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 you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the, I, I like that one a lot too. I like the colors palette of the neon, like orange and blue. Mm-hmm. Although they say they say green in the show, and he's like, "Yeah, it was it's like neon green." I'm like, "No, that's teal. Like that is teal. That is not green. Do not convince me otherwise." They're just colorblind. Oh, they that is to. that is also my uh, that's I think actually my favorite suit of the whole show. I love that suit design so much, uh, and I don't mind saying what it is. Uh, he gets a power instead of just mighty brothers, mighty brother x or mighty whatever x it's mighty brothers xx um it's kind of like mario brothers um but uh the the suit goes from having the like so whenever they turn from the chibi to the big form 
the chibi face like moves to their back. Uh, but here the chibi face just moves to like the shoulder. And I really like that part of the design. Uh, the base suit was the same as his normal uh, suit, like his X-Aid suit, but instead of like pink and green, it's blue and orange, which I really, really dug. Um, there is a little bit of a twist to that one that I won't say what it is because that is kind of more of a spoiler. Um, but I, that's my favorite suit of the whole show so far. I love that suit to death. Um, it's terrific. Uh, my next favorite suit, uh, you said you had the title fantasy suit. It's from the same driver as that one, but I really, really like Bang Bang Simulation! Bang Bang Simulation suit. So it's the game based off like Battleship and Snipe gets it. And Snipe already, his hair is just like a molded bang that they put on there, which looks cool. So he's got the molded bang. He's got like a visor over it. But then he's got this like naval cat, like ship captain's hat. And he's just got these like cadence and turrets all over him. It just looks badass. I love it. It's probably my next favorite suit of the whole show. It is just terrific. And it's got this like navy and neon green theme, which is a color combo I've always really, really liked. Uh, so I, that suit, oh, so great. So great. I, I, I really, I genuinely like it a lot. The suit designs in this show were really nice to look at. I really oh. like seeing them. They must have put a lot into like making them or the budget wise. Yeah. You, the suits aren't like CGI, right? They're like actual no, suits. No, they're actual suits. There's actors in the suits. The, the, the actual actors in the suit, no, no. it's actually them. There's, they have like a stunt actor who does all the fights. No, yeah, I figured. Maybe maybe some of them would do their own stunts, do you think? Uh, No, so I don't know the name, but apparently Common Rider, they go through stages where they have like one or two people who do all the fights. And those one or two people are in all of the suits doing all the moves for the fights. Um, and then the actors who play the characters just play the characters. I mean, they do that with Power Rangers here. Power Rangers over here is so they take the footage from Super Sentai and they keep the fight scenes and they hire American actors to make like the actual background stories around it. Um, oh. so, like even over here, the Power Rangers are never actually in the suits unless they're at like an event to do a photo signing or something and they have a version of the suit. Um, that's also just the Japanese actors from Super Sentai doing it. Um, yeah, so like in Common Rider, they'll have like one or the same one or two people do the fights for several of the different shows and they do it in different styles and so different characters and whatnot. Um, yeah, so it's, it's really cool. Uh, but then the actual actors just play the actual like humanoid character versions of them before they actually transform. Like they do the henshin and then they leave. Then it's the people in the suit actors in the suits doing all the fights. Okay, that makes sense because I don't think we've seen like any of them like with their faces like on the suit. Right, it's always just them the fit the the suit covered. Okay, well, I like it. Yep, kind of. It's okay. I, I wish it. they did their own. I wish they did their own uh, thing, but I guess if they can't do it, they can't do it. Right, I mean, you can't guarantee that all the actors are going to know enough, like, karate and stuff to do it. Which, I mean, they don't always do karate. Like, sometimes it's just, like, punching and stuff. Um, but it's one of those, like... I also get, too, from, like, a liability standpoint, you don't want one of them who's not as trained in fighting to get hurt and then have to, like, push back, you know, production or whatever. Or if you have a different as actor if, in the suit, if never got hurt from tripping. One. Right, right. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, like, yeah, it's just... Is one of those I think it's just easier you could hire another stunt actor to put in the suit if you have to for an injury than it would be to all of a sudden explain why this actor has a cast on or whatever. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of I really like the uh, the zombie suit as well, the dangerous zombie, which is also dangerous another, zombie, another dumb name. Uh, I kind of like the name of the, that game, dangerous zombie. I mean, it's budget, but it, I mean. Mm-hmm. I still wouldn't buy it because I hate zombie games, but the name is nice. 
I like some zombie games. Like I like playing Left 4 Dead with people, but it's more I'm playing with friends and the fun we have doing that um, than just like <laughs> normal zombie games. That's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, any other suit you want to talk about? There's one more I might mention as being. Go ahead and mention it then. Uh, I really like the uh, the boxing suit. Oh shoot, what was it called? Uh, the one that's the opposite of the puzzle quest one. Oh yeah, that one was actually pretty. I really design. love the boxing suit. It looks really slick. But you hate the puzzle one. And I like it on that one too because since it's the same guy, the puzzle one's like essentially on the like the backside, kind of which everybody's not. It's just like all on the back. So like the puzzle suit, he's got like a blue helmet and like blue like arms and legs. But he's got these like blue like shoulder pauldrons that kind of make him look more like rounded out, like you would have for like a bubble bobble or something. But then when he switches it over to the boxing side, those pauldrons turn around and they become red which then turn into boxing gloves and the head spins around to have this cooler like boxing helmet look to it. Well, not really boxing helmet look, but like a red helmet. Uh, but then I like the fact that it's blue and red because the boxing corners are the blue corner and the red corner. So it works from both aspects. And I just really love that thought they put into it. And then the boxing side just looks really cool as well. Uh, so that, that was another one. Uh, any other suits you want to highlight for being just really cool? Uh, the burger. The burger. I mean, that's not a common like rider the... suit. He's just a bugster. Oh, dang, okay. you're right. And I guess I'm a bugster. Well, I guess oh. they did actually have the burger suit because he's fighting with like he's shooting with like the ketchup and mustard. Okay, that suit. Yeah, I really like yeah, that yeah, suit. Yeah. They only use it once. It's never seen again. That's okay. It was pretty op. So I mean, that, I mean that makes sense. If they just had that suit for like the final battle, they probably just wouldn't like that. So they gotta like you know give themselves a handicap. I really like battle too. How that was a good bugster. And they're trying to fight it, and the fighting's causing the patient more stress. This means the Bugster virus is going to kill him, essentially. I don't know how finally he was like, that's not how you play this game. You have to make the burger Bergamon once. And so, like, he's literally just, like, making the burger. Like, the critical finish is he, like, hands a burger to him, and he, like, eats <laughs> the burger. And it was just like, game clear! And it was like, yes! And he was yeah! like, what the heck? You're just shooting, like, ketchup and mustard and things. I, I love that. That was a great episode. Uh, yeah, woo! Uh, Best episode. It, it had one of our favorite things where they actually had to play the game to beat the monster at the end. And by even though beat the, even though the bugster was still around, the virus was gone from the host, so it wasn't a danger for him to exist anymore. Uh, yeah, I like that. That was a fun suit. I'd, I forgot they actually used the power there until just now. That's right. How could you forget the best episode, Falcon? I don't know, man. This is why know. I'm a common writer and you're not. All right. Uh, but I guess now that we've talked about suits, just some other favorite moments of ours from the shows. And this might be where we get a little spoilery. So if you don't want to hear like anything, this would be a good part to stop out and just catch up with us on Twitter at Bird Bro Pod. Uh, otherwise, stick around. Hear us talk about our favorite moments in the Rikon door. That's right. So if you like never want to like watch the show and just want to hear what we thought was cool about it, or you get interested in it because of the spoilers, then, well, I guess this is for you. But if not, then uh, skip to the end where we talk about what we're going to be talking about next week, which is going to be yep. very different. So, yep. all right. I like the part. I like the part. You know, the one thing I like about this show is that a lot of the, the bad guys, as we mentioned, are really smart. Um, yeah. Um, and uh, basically what I really like is that like their ideas are really good. Mm-hmm. So uh, basically, the bad guy. His main objective is to make this make this game called Common Rider Chronicles. Uh, it's, it's supposed to be like a survival game or something that's supposed to have like every single person play. It's gonna be really bad. We have no idea if it's gonna happen. Uh, maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't. But uh, basically, uh, what, but basically that's just the premise. But what I really like is uh, how the the bad guy Dan he had to like kill himself to like 
get well he didn't like kill himself but like he died he did a, yeah a bad guy killed him the good guy killed him bad guy killed him. the good guy killed him but he like did some like weird technological thing to keep himself alive and that's how he created the game dangerous zombie where mm-hmm. he's basically like a zombie he can't die yeah like he just cannot die like you kill him he'll just come back to life like over right. and over making him like literally one of the most invincible bad guys ever of course, they, they find a way to override that, but uh, yeah. we're not talking about that. But uh, I really like that idea, mm-hmm. that, like how the bad guy did that to himself, you know? Yeah, so the whole, the whole thing with the, the common Riders and the Bugsters is that they're essentially playing a game, and they've got hit points that are on the shoulder, like the chest piece of their suits. And if their health get points go to zero, it's a game over, and they legitimately just die. Um, uh, so they're fighting uh, Dan and they're trying to get him just to like get out of his suit and leave because he's almost dead and they don't want to kill him like they just want him to be able to like fess up well emu doesn't the rest of them don't care because he's done enough stuff if he dies he dies whatever um but emu doesn't want him dead because he's like i'm a doctor i'm not here to kill people i'm here to treat patients uh and he just wants them to essentially you know get out let them have it let them turn him in and pay for everything he's done uh but he ends up forcing them to he goes to attack the patient who was a kid who broke his leg and uh so emu runs away to protect his patient and in doing so it takes the last of don's hit points he's, yeah he's got this little device that he uses to like capture bugster virus device uh, like bugsters and since we find out that uh i guess at this point Don had the virus, or he, he ended up using it to where he sucked his himself into the device, essentially, thus keeping him alive. They didn't really explain it very well. But he's able to essentially avoid the game over death and stay alive, but he's still technically supposed to be dead. So he's, he's yeah, he's got this, it it's, doesn't make much sense. I mean, yeah, that makes him be able to use the dangerous zombie game because he had to analyze death in order to make it. And so whenever they're fighting, even if his, his health points are always at zero, and if he gets taken out, he just has this kind of creepy like thing where he just comes back up, uh, which is really cool and also very creepy. Uh, but uh, yeah, that that's kind of been the hurdle they have to overcome. No matter how much they fight him or how much they take him down, he just pops right back up because he's a zombie, um, which I really enjoyed as well. I thought that was a fun, unique mechanic. Yes, that was one. Of, that was probably one of my favorite mechanics and like interesting parts of the show to me. Mm-hmm. What about you, Mr. Falcon? Uh, the burger. Ep- no, we've already talked about the burger episode. The uh, I mean, really, anytime they had to play the game to win, I always really enjoyed because it really just made it feel more like a gamer show than it did uh, a common writer. Because they even say at the beginning, the reason why uh, Poppy is looking for the genius gamer M to become the next common writer, even though everyone else doesn't give a crap about him really, uh, is because he's good at video games and they are fighting essentially video games. Um, but then they keep like talking about that. Now he's going to be one of the best ones because he's genius gamer M. But then it just comes down to them fighting, which like isn't a lot of games. But at the same time, it, it made more sense. It was like, this is a rhythm game. We have to defeat the rhythm level. You know, we have to pass the rhythm game in order to beat the boss. Or we have to make the perfect burger for Bergamon because that's how you play his game. Like I liked it more when they were like actually using that game aspect of everything. And we didn't see that too much. We saw it for the racing game. We saw it for uh, the burger game. You could technically it say it for the, uh, you can also say it for the Monster Hunter game, technically. True, yes. Uh, and also, I guess, technically, Geki Totsu Robots, because that was like a fighting game, but about mechs or whatever. 
um, and they were fighting, but uh, he wasn't a robot, obviously. Um, well, I guess the second time they fought that one, because that one they fought twice. The second time he did use it, and they were kind of more robotish. Um, That's right. Beep, but, yeah, beep. I really, I really enjoyed that aspect a lot more than uh, they, they. I wish they would have used it a little more, and I get why they didn't. Um, like if they were doing Shakakiri sports, it would have been cool. Shakakiri like, sports. If he also had to like get on a bike or find something and like be doing like tricks and points or whatever to like get it. Like if they still would have had the burger power when they did that one, he could have used that because the burger suit was on rollerblades. And while the Shakakiri sports guy is doing like bike tricks, he could have been doing like rollerblade tricks and like you had. Well, to I said they had to the highest combo. The, they had to get rid of that suit because it was too OP. Right. Yeah. Uh, like it would have been cool if they did that and he had to like outscore him to get the power. But uh, yeah, they. I wish they would have just used it more because I genuinely felt like all that was super interesting. I made for more the more memorable episodes. I feel like um, they didn't have like major story beats in it. Obviously. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything other like episode or fight that really just stuck out to me. There was something I will say about the show is that the, the this is this is kind of like a drama. I wouldn't say it's fully mm-hmm. a drama because it's not very like dramatic. And trust me, I've been playing a lot of Yakuza, uh, so I know drama when I see it recently. But uh, there's like a tiny teensy bits of drama, but it's not like a super drama show because yeah. I expected Kamen Rider to be a drama show. I don't know why, maybe because I was playing Yakuza, and I'm like, oh it's a korean or it's a what is it korean what is it japanese 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 like what is this classified as a japanese that's the genre name i was okay japanese live action so i assumed it was japanese live action it was drama because i remember i used to have a friend who used to watch these types of shows not like like japanese live action shows not like anime and it was very dramatic so i thought oh this is probably gonna be a little dramatic Uh, korea has a bunch of dramas that are popular i was korean dramas that's why he was watching korean dramas i got that confused with this i thought this was gonna be like a a pretty dramatic but it wasn't really dramatic it was sometimes dramatic Mm -hmm. sometimes there was a lot of drama other than that uh the the characters were they they played their parts really well you know Mm-hmm. I really like that about the show. I really felt like it really added to the flavor. I mean, it it's very much a kid's medical drama with video games and fighting in it. Like, Tokusatsu, the whole point is you have all the different, like, suits and special effects and stuff that you make to use for the show. That's what, like, sells the show. That's what the genre is about. The Common Rider very much is like, we'll take a Tokusatsu and mix it with the medical drama. So you've got the, but it's, it's for kids because the special effects and stuff appeal to the kids um so it's very much like how do we take a medical drama without making while keeping it like dramatic and like interesting and deep without it being too deep or too old like mature i guess um like even the causes for stress for a lot of them like one of them is a guy asked out a girl he liked and asked if they or a girl he liked asked if they he'd take her to a theme park or something like that or he asked if he could take her to a theme park and she said yes but he doesn't like thrill rides, so he's terrified. So that's what's causing that him stress. That was a fun episode. And so by like him giving like being stressed out about riding the rides, it's making the virus take more effect, which means he's in more harm. Like you know, there, there's smaller things like that. One of them was the dancer we briefly mentioned earlier. She's stressed out. She's gonna fail this dance and bring dishonor on her like dance academy. So the more she stresses out, the worse it gets. You know, so it's there are more issues that it's not you know like 
a scrubs or a house or something where it's like you've got an aneurysm in your brain unless we can fix it in 10 minutes you're gonna die like you know it's nothing like that serious but it's enough to where within the rules they've set up with how the bug survivors works is threatening but in a age range that anybody can understand really i guess um like one of them is a surgeon who doesn't who keeps telling them to leave him alone that he also has cancer and that he's going to die regardless. So I can cut anything, whether it's, to oh. the, whether it's to the cancer, to the bugster virus, he's a dead man anyway, but you, they realize too, that what's stressing him out uh, is whenever he's near, I guess a uh, hero who's the surgeon, who's not failed a single surgery. And he keeps being like, we need to operate. You can operate on him and fix his cancer while we fix the bugster virus. And he's like, I'm not going to do that. The patient doesn't want me to. And Emu's finally just like, dude, that's what's stressing him out. Like they finally get him to go and you find out the surgeon didn't want Hero to operate on because it's such a difficult surgery. There's a very small chance of success. So he's like, you've not failed a surgery. And if you do, that's going to affect your, you know, career. And he doesn't want him to take that risk, but he secretly hopes that if any surgeon can fix it, it's Hero. And he's hoping that Hero will do it anyway. So that was by a good episode, yeah. And that's why like the, the bugster virus wasn't causing any trouble, but he was just seeking out hero to get rid of hero because hero being around is what was causing the dog the surgeon stress. So they finally had to like have Emu like sidetrack the monster while Hero goes to do the surgery. You know, I I like the I liked how they did it. It always made always made sense. Or like the warehouse or the guy who owned the factory, his factory was doing really bad. And the daughter was stressing him out because she wanted to look after the factory. And he's at this point, like everyone's leaving. We're like in trouble. Like the fact the daughter was wanting to help try to save it just was stressing him out more than being sick and in the hospital. Like it, I really liked how they did it. They all did it really, really well. Or even the kid who didn't want to be home alone because it was the holidays and his parents were always gone and he hated being like, it always made sense. And it was always something that anybody of any age range could could understand very well. That's right. This show had a lot of good. That's why it's also like you know it's like a lot good, lots of good life lessons as well. Pretty good show. Mm-hmm. Zero out of ten. Zero out of ten. Um, uh, as far as actual like other memorable moments, I feel like while well, I like the fights, a lot of them kind of ran together, except for like the big ones, like uh, the fight of them defeating Graphite, uh, or uh, even the end where he gets his level ninety nine power, um. I feel like besides like the, the like big fights, they all were kind of like ran together. Uh, another thing too, is we didn't really have that many different monsters here. Um, yeah. Like, they kept repeating the monsters too. And I kind of liked it because in all the other common riders, you'll have like this monster who's here one episode and they're gone or two of like X and O's that I watched were in the era of common rider where every episode was a two-parter. <laughs> I like the one where the, the, the bugster was like defending Emu because of the objective. That one was pretty funny. Like they were like oh, allies. Or yeah. you're taking help from a bugster. He's like, no, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. So like I'm used to seeing the two, the two episode arcs for everything. So you'd have a monster in like two episodes or sometimes it'd be in one, it'd be a different monster the next one. And then you had like the main bad guys who would recur. Who like hear the the games and the virus like constantly evolve. So like I feel like we really only saw maybe ten unique monsters that weren't enemy common riders, and they would just come back slightly different because they've powered up. Um, let me see if I can find a list of the boxers because I I genuinely don't remember much more than like 
10. And I don't even think we saw all the ones for the 10. Because um, we had Salty, uh, who I think was probably one of my favorite design-wise. Uh, am I going to find a list or is it just going to be talking about all of them? Well, I anyway, they're, they're, they're there, so they're not really that important. But it's good to know that a lot of them do come back, yeah. so we get to see a lot of them again. No, it I was, was right. We really didn't see many. We saw this Salty. Show, if there's something we can say about the show is that the show did a lot of things correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of things right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So, the point we're at now, we've seen roughly 15. And they would just come back. 23 episodes. Yeah. Uh, Which is more than I thought, but we've got Salty, Aranbura, Revel, and Motors, who all came back. Those are like the first four. They had to fight for the first four power ups. Mm-hmm. We had a Collabos, which I don't know. I don't know what Collabos is, but that was the ones they fought for. Geki Totsu Robots, Doremi Fabit, Giri Giri, like the more generic, like black ones that just had like the power up in their head. I think the one we did not see is Shakariki Spot. Mm-hmm. I think we didn't see that one. Uh, no, that was Charlie. That was the one that was on the bike at the end. Oh, okay, you're right. oh, you're right. You're right. Okay. I remember now. I remember. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the majority of the different bugsters we saw. So like out of the 15 we've seen at this point, five of those were the same, just like generic black monster with the different power up on their head. Um, so otherwise one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. We had like 10 and looking at the list, there's some looks like more that we might see later on, like in the next set. But even then there's really not, more than like five so i kind of like the fact that they would just keep bringing back the same ones and they were just constantly powering up as opposed to being like here's the magma enemy now here's the ice enemy oh here's a bird enemy here's the you know like it was kind of i kind of like the fact that they seemed all like higher budget so like the thing i noticed with x or double when i first watched common rider double the first two or three like five i guess the first four episodes the first two enemies they had they were called dope ones there they were extremely low budget because they blew all the budget for the movie. So like they looked terrible. One was a T-Rex enemy that is notorious for being terrible. It was this giant T-Rex head and then like a teeny tiny like spine bone on the back with just like a gray spandex suit. That's all it was. It looked terrible. Um, so like I like the fact they had less, but each one was a very high quality. Um, I thought that was I thought that was a great a great way of doing it. Uh, I thought it was fun. Uh, yeah, I, I like that moment when Salty first goes back. He's like, haven't I defeated you before? It's like, yes, but I'm stronger now. And it's like, oh, the I virus have a hat. is mutated. Yeah, the virus has mutated and evolved. So that's why it's stronger now. I, mean, I, like I have a was, new hat. <laughs> it was like, what's different with your hat? Yeah, because it was like a black hat and then it was like a white hat. Uh, and I like, too, that when he's sort of like, haha, I've gotten stronger. And he starts fighting X8. And he's like, what? What's wrong? And he's like, yeah, I got stronger, too. <laughs> Like, he's like, what's going on? You weren't this strong. He's like, yeah, I got stronger too, dude. <laughs> You're not the only one who evolved. Like, I like that they had more like personality and stuff to them. That was a lot of fun to me. Uh huh. Lots of good things. The one thing that this show did is it did a lot of good things right. Mm-hmm. No cringe, no memes. Thank you, Reddit. You're wrong. <laughs> Go check yourself. I feel like that's still like debatable. There could be some people who thought something that was super memey or cringy that we didn't find that way. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily agree. Uh, any other like favorite moment you want to talk about, or should? Nah, we... I think we should wrap up. All right. Uh, okay. 
So uh, this has been our episode on the first two arcs of Common Rider. Which is like the first half of it. Uh, We'll probably do it soon. Next week, we're doing something very, very different. Oh, don't we want to give our ratings? We are. I just wasn't letting them know. Uh, I might, maybe we'll do the next part of X8 for my next pick, just so that way we can finish it up and be done with it. Your Uh, choice. I'm I'm very curious as to what's going to happen. We've never done one that quick, though. But eh, who knows? Maybe. We'll see. It's up to you, man. We'll have to watch to find out. Also, we're still. Although, I know if you don't choose it, like eventually, I'll probably choose it for one of my choices. So. But um, I am definitely invested to see like the rest of the show. Right. And I wasn't sure if you would be or not. So I was very much like, if he doesn't like it, we'll just end it here. We won't do another one. And I might give my opinion on like, the second half just independently. Um, but I was, I was really glad when you, you were like, I finished it in two days. I've been enjoying it. And I was like, I'm, I'm good. I'm glad I wasn't. I really wasn't <laughs> put, it, sure. put a smile on old Falcon's face. <laughs> did. Um, but yeah. So anyway, uh, we're going to uh, we're going to give our ratings and recommendations. Uh, do you Negative want me to go five first? out of ten. Or do you want to go first? On this Negative show? five out of ten. Negative five out of ten. Condor I'll go hated for, this I'll, show. I'll go first because I know you're the bigger common writer guy. Okay. Uh, so as I mentioned, the show did a lot of th- good things right. I was invested in it from like the very beginning. I actually really liked the first episode. It really like pulled me into the world of common writer. Even if what Falcon says, the show is a lot different than the other two common writer shows he saw. I am actually really interested in it and maybe considering how this one ends, I might like try to give another one a watch whenever I do. Uh, with that being said, there were some things that were weird uh, that I didn't like. Like some of the fighting scenes were okay, but I hated how <clears throat> I didn't like how it like uh, kind of like fo- there's like a lot of people fighting at once. I didn't really like that. That was kind of annoying. Or at least they were all fighting in like what, the same area. Maybe if they were fighting in different areas, I'd like that a little better. But uh, the, that's the main one of the main problems I'd have. It's not a big problem, but uh, hope maybe they'll fix it, or maybe it's just gonna get bigger. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Especially if the next thing they're making is a scene called Common Rider Chronicle. They imagine all the Common Riders is gonna be there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with that being said, um, I'm going to give this my rating. Of, I'm gonna give it a seven and a half out of ten. I I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. 7.5 out of 10. I just really enjoyed it. I'm hoping to, that the, the, the nice the nice feeling I have continues throughout. Uh, good characters, good action, uh, a great opening. It has Pac-Man in a movie. How can you go wrong with that? Well, we're not uh, rating the movie. We haven't watched the movie. 7.5 out of 10. What, what, what about you, Falcon? What, what do you think about this so far? I've really liked this one so far. Um, I don't know if I... I'm really curious to see how the second half goes because I could see this one. Be, I mean, I've only seen this is only my third one. Um, I could potentially see this one taking down double at some point if, depending on how it ends, as being like my favorite one. Um, I think I've enjoyed what I've watched here a little more than what I enjoyed of O's, um, which might be blasphemous to some people because O's is one of the more popular ones. Um, well, we're gamers, so yeah, we're. Sense. I like the video game aspect of it. I like. I actually really like the suits, and the more I watched it, the more they grew on me. Like I said at the start, I really wasn't a huge fan of it. Um, I like a lot of what they've done with just like the game aesthetic and like theming, which kind of makes me sad that the further we've gone along, the less that's been there. I kind of hope they bring more of it back into it. If not, it's not going to be a deal breaker or me hating the show. But part of what kept me like really hooked early on was we had more of the game levels, and they had to you know play the game to beat the monsters. I, I enjoyed that part of it. Um, I like all the characters so far. Uh, I don't, there's not really any that I dislike, even like uh, Taiga. I still like him, but he's just my least favorite out of all of them because I genuinely don't like the kind of 
jerkier characters like that. Uh, the villains, I think, have been my favorite villain so far in a common Rider, so I got to give it points for that. Uh, I do think this is a good one that could be a good starting point for common Rider so far. Um, I know there are some series like Double and O's get recommended a lot because they have a lot of the classic common Rider formulas and motivations and whatnot um, without being like really dated or being super confusing. So like I started with Double and then I went right into O's, which are the two that are most recommended for new people. But I can see XA being a really good starting point. I really liked it. It makes me interested in the other common Rider shows. Um, as far as rating, I think right now I'm going to give it an eight. I really think it's just been a really enjoyable ride the whole way. Um, I don't know if I'll stick with that rating. It's really going to depend on how they follow this up and tie it all together at the end. Um, yep. but I think right now, I think it's, I think it's a really good show and I'm very excited to see where it goes from here. Um, so that has been our rating Condor seven and a half. I gave it an eight. We're both pretty much on the same page there. Basically. Yep. Um, so I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, we will be getting back to normal anime soon, but not next week. We're going to be doing something a little bit different. Condor, what are we doing next week? Oh, all right. All right, guys. So what we're going to be doing is we're actually going to be watching the rest of Kamen Rider. Ha, I tricked you. <laughs> oh! Got you. No, I'm kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I just thought it'd be a little cool to be doing something that's not anime, but about anime. So uh, we're going to be doing talking about like a topic. Basically, mm-hmm. uh, me and Falcon are going to be, we're going to talk about basically how anime became as popular as it has recently. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, back in the day, anime was like rising, but now it's like at an all time high. Like mm-hmm. if you would ask anyone about anime and people would know about it, but if you ask them like five, four, maybe even like three years ago, maybe two, they wouldn't even know what it would more, be. More than two. Like, What's uh, anime? Yeah, five or six probably is the best. Two is probably like the like leaning it, but yeah, I would say like five or six people wouldn't know about it. Like when I was five or six years ago, I knew about anime, but not everybody did. But mm-hmm. now it's like kind of like a commonplace. So we're me and Falcon to be doing some research. Uh, we're gonna be like looking up uh, some like articles and like maybe listen to people's like opinions on YouTube or whatever. However, however, we're gonna research it. And we're gonna we're gonna like ask I'm gonna like bring us some questions to the table mm-hmm. and we're gonna see how it goes on basically the major topic of how anime became more I guess you can call it say mainstream or more popular mm-hmm. in uh the 2020s or whatever the late tw- the early 2020 whatever the era you call it. I don't know uh 2010s I guess is I would say really kind of started I would say now not like the 2010s I'm talking about like more recently not like to 10 10 years ago right but we're only 2021 so I wouldn't say of uh, the 2020 era because that's been two years and it's been before then and we're not even done with this year so i I would say late mid to late 2010s i guess but yeah we're gonna be talking about a topic let's go this will be fun it'll be a nice break not having to worry about cramming in a show in a week that's right Uh, it'll be nice uh but yes uh and we finally got some of the artwork we were working on for the live show done so we're going to also be finalizing plans for that. And uh, next episode, hopefully we will have a date for that when you can come watch us live. And uh, we'll tell you what we're doing later, I guess. Uh, you yeah, tune in for that next week. We'll definitely have the information next week. Yeah. So tune in to our Twitter. That's where you're going to get all the updates. You can find us at Bird Bro Pod there on Twitter. Uh, and, you know, you can always check out the website, birdbropod.podbean.com. That has all of our episodes, which are also on most well, pretty much all of the major podcasting services and most of the non-major podcasting services. You can find us wherever. Tell your friends. We will, uh, We would love to meet them and talk with them. Also, don't you forget to hop in that Discord. We're going to have tons of fun. 
in there all the time. So you can find that link in the description. Uh, and that'll take you right there. And you can chat with me and Condor whenever you want. It's pretty great. Not going to lie. The Condor just dabbed. I'll dab too. Okay, there we go. We're done. Uh, but yes, that has been our episode on the first half of Kamen Rider X-Aid. Hopefully you all liked it. I know it's very different. It's not anime, but it's kind of anime adjacent. Kinda. 100% anime. Um, so I felt like, well, let's take a break. Let's see how it goes. You know, who knows? If it doesn't do well, I'll probably still talk about it. It may just be on the, the YouTube page and not on the podcast. You know, hey, who knows what's going on? But anyway, that's been our episode. I hope you guys have liked it. And uh, hopefully you'll tune in next week where we'll talk about uh, the boom of anime, you could say. All right, everyone. Thanks for watching. Until next time, we're out.